A Boynton Beach native bringing a field of dreams back to his childhood stomping ground. Cyrus Wittig here with you on ESPN West Palm tonight, and I am joined now by Phil Toronto, a Major League Baseball MLBPA certified agent. Again, grew up in Boynton Beach and has come back home to reestablish, uh, refurbish, redesign, uh, replenish, re-everything uh, baseball, Little League baseball in South Florida, specifically Boynton Beach, giving the Little League parks a, a makeover and obviously doing a, a whole lot more than that. Phil, obviously, great to have you on. And last time we talked, I believe, was in the springtime, somewhere around March, and so First off, I just kind of want to want to get an update from you and and um, and ask again. You know, what what was the inspiration? What was the impetus behind this idea to to come back to Boynton and really start this project with East Boynton uh, Little League? And also, you know, we're going to talk about later Florida East Coast Travel League. You know, I'm a guy that always kind of remembered where he came from. Um, you know, came from Boynton Beach, grew up here, played at East Boynton Little League fields. And um, I never forgot that. I always wanted to make something of my life in, in, in the game of baseball, somehow, somewhat. And for me, giving back always meant never forgetting how hard it was for me to get to where I got. You know, I didn't play high level. I didn't play college ball. But I had a passion for the game. And I had a passion for helping people even back in my days of, of being a coach at East Point Little League and being a board member. It was about helping people. It was about helping kids, showing them the right way to play the game, showing them the importance of team effort and no eye and individual team and, and everything that goes along with the game of baseball, but from a positive. Um, you know, many kids play the game and many kids don't play it at a high level, mm -hmm. but that's okay. It's okay to go to school. It's okay to get a college education. It's okay to love the game of baseball, but never really end up playing it later on in life because there's other things you can do in it. You know, you can coach later on. You can go scout. You can work in the front office. You can become an agent. Mm -hmm. uh, you notice how I said that one last, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and I joke about it. It's the best job I've ever had in my entire life, and I love what I do. But it's a challenging job. It's not easy. Um, you have to pick the right talent, the right individuals, the right people that are going to not only want it very badly, and work hard to get it, but also have the same respect to you for how hard you're working for them sure. and how hard you're working to get them to the next level from high school, college, to the pros, all the way up to the big leagues. Mm -hmm. And again, that is a rare situation. Phil, as an MLB PA free agent, a guy who's been around baseball now for decades and, and been an agent for you know going on 15 years, obviously there, there's I have to imagine there's there's a lot of different ways that you could invest whatever free time you have away from, you know, being an agent. Why Boynton Beach? Why, you know, the East Boynton Little League? Why our area? Why come back and, and try to make an impact uh, here versus, look, I'm sure, of, of course, you, you've have, you have other options uh, to, to make an impact in, in baseball, you know, not just nationwide, but, but internationally as well. When I was a kid, uh, I was 11 years old. I lost my sister when I was playing, actually, as a, as a youngster at East Point Little League. Back then, it was called Boynton Beach Little League. Mm. Um, uh, I lost her to a car accident. And the one thing that I always remembered was the sense of family there and how people embraced me and how people looked after me. 
um, because they saw something in me that was energetic, loved the game, loved playing it, maybe not be a pro one day, but just the guy that could potentially give back later on in life. So they stuck with me. And because of that and remembering that, I wouldn't have gone anywhere else. Boynton is my home. It's been my home. Um, I moved here when I was a young kid. Uh, we moved to Boynton Beach. Uh, back then, there was only Boynton Beach Little League. It was no West Boynton. There was no Lent, and uh, there was a few other little leagues in, locally in the area, but Boynton was home. Um, we traveled from West Boynton, from just about uh, past Military Trail, El Clare Ranch Road, and Boynton Beach Boulevard, in between Woolwright, all the way out east to Woolwright 95. It was you know a good 15-minute ride with mm-hmm. traffic lights and stuff like that. Um, traffic wasn't as bad <laughs> as it is today, but, um, you know, it was, it was a, a drive that we made and, and we enjoyed made it, making because we made a lot of friends. I'm friends with a lot of these people to this day that I grew up playing with on those same fields, some of which are a part of my organization now, Florida East Coast Travel League, uh, along with the project that I'm doing at East Boyne, um, helping me on my board of directors uh, to better the game, better the experience. The game has never changed. The experience is changing and the experience to me is important because the experience I got as a young kid was very important to me and how people embraced me and taught me and showed me the way to give back, but also to how to play the game correctly. Again, here with Major League Baseball agent Boynton Beach native coming back to his hometown to reinvigorate uh, Little League Baseball in Boynton Beach. Again, this is Phil Toronto here with us on ESPN West Palm tonight. And, and Phil, again, you know, we, we chatted in the spring. Give us an overview on, on what's taken place over the last six, seven, eight months in regards to East Point Little League and also the Florida East Coast Travel League. Yeah, so um, this last six months, or really eight months now, um, has been exciting. Uh, it's been another step closer. Um, I've endured a lot of criticism, uh, unfortunately, but with that criticism, it just made me stronger. It made me push harder. Um, I've been a guy that's been told his no whole, no, his whole life. Um, that word never really existed to me because I heard it so much. I never paid attention to it. Um, and getting to the point where we're at right now, where um, we've gone through site planning and engineering and rezoning and everything that we've gone through, it's just another step closer. Um, as, as impatient as I have been over my, over my days as growing up from a young man to an adult, um, wanting it now, wanting to see it, you know, fruition now, there's a process. And I had to respect that process. Um, just like any other individual in this world that has to respect the process of getting a job or, or performing in something. Um, so for me, it's been the process. I've uh, endured it. I've respected it. Um, it's fun to go there and meet with the architects and, and draw up stuff and, and change and tweak things around. And so we're getting ready uh, to probably break ground this December. That I've been hopeful as we've talked in the past, you know, oh, maybe the summer, but the process is the process. Sure. Um, so we're, we're not quite there yet. We are very close, closer than we were yesterday. Yeah, and Phil, just talk about the, the facility some more. You, you said you guys are going to break ground hopefully in December. When it's all said and done, when uh, when it's complete, when it's ready for uh, when we're ready to play ball, I should say, what's this facility going to have? What's it going to look like? Yeah, so you know, it's been a vision um, and a dream. It's a field of dreams. Um, you know, part of my uh, my deal with the city was to uh, 
build the facility, add new scoreboards, and also add a t-ball field, which is something that the Little League wanted. Um, along the way, I also thought, well, if I'm here for 30 years plus two additional 10-year extensions, I want these fields to look great for the next 30 years. They mean that much to me. So I've taken it upon myself to open the Florida East Coast Travel League uh, as a non-for-profit. And the reason I did that was because everything that I promised the city, I'm a man of my word. My father taught me a long time ago, a man is, just as, is only as good as his word. Um, I'm living up to my word every step of the way, no matter what, no matter how many haters I endure, how many people think it's a negative of what I'm doing in certain respects, whether it doesn't benefit them or not. Um, I'm here, I promise to do something, and I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, my biggest thing has been making sure those fields remain here making sure that cemetery right next door doesn't move in. So by doing the Florida East Coast Travel League and then also having my lease with the city, I know I can bring in more talent and I can bring in more youth uh, leagues and, or youth teams to be a part of something special that's going to be going on there already. Mm -hmm. And now you bring in all these teams from around the area. You know, Florida East Coast Travel League, when I first started it, was just an idea, another idea and to endure and to embrace what I'm doing at the fields. But then all of a sudden, I get a call from USSSA, and we become sanctioned and franchised by USSSA, a huge, huge youth baseball league or baseball tournament um, organization, you know, such as Perfect Game and Prospect Wire. They really focus on their 7U brand all the way up to 12, 13U, okay? And I have kids now. So being a dad and now being on the other side of the fence watching how travel baseball has kind of unfolded in front of my eyes now as a father i really thought there was a, a, a idea there to benefit the kids more to give out scholarship awards to help people in need kids that don't have the means to play that are good athletes um give back to local charities we're doing a stand up for cancer tournament coming up here i hope you guys are going to be able to come out it's october 4th we're going to do our ribbon cutting for the league um and our kind of our next step forward to the project that's going to be at East Point in Little League. And um, a friend of mine uh, who I grew up with went to St. Louis High School. I went to Atlantic, but we were friends. We became friends for many years since we're 12 years old. And he's suffering from brain cancer today. And he's fighting. And he's fighting hard. Um, his name is Donnie Alfaro. Love the kid to death. Like, he is just a good dude. He's always been a good dude. Um, and when I found out what he was going through and we were doing the league and the process of everything we wanted to do for um, the youth baseball community and also to give back, I made our first tournament stand up to cancer. Mm. Give back to cancer. Give back to kids. We have a kid within our league. His name is Jackson Parker. Um, he is suffering from leukemia. Okay, um, He's going to come out. He's going to throw out the first pitch. I got so, all kinds of goodies from him from some of our vendors. Uh, that he's going uh, to get from us in, on the day of uh, the opening day of October 4th. Donnie's going to throw out the first pitch. A friend of mine unfortunately lost his battle, Jason Newback, uh, to cancer. His mom called me up when she saw the article about the, about the tournament and wanted to donate uh, under her son's name and wants to get something when I redo the park with her son's name because baseball was his life. He loved it. He loved the game. Um, and I get chills when I think about it because so many people forget what the youth aspect of baseball was about. Myself, Jason, Donnie, Jackson Parker, the kids. We were kids playing this game. You know, everybody always used to say it's a kid's game. Mm -hmm. 
We came into a business somehow, some way, even at the youth level. It shouldn't be that way. It should be a game. Whether you make it later on in life or not, it's a game still now. Enjoy the benefits of the game. Enjoy the benefits that people give you. And whether or not your future is baseball or not, enjoy what life has to offer you now. Because we don't know what's happening tomorrow. Again, here on ESPN West Palm tonight with Major League Baseball agent Phil Toronto coming home to uh, his old stomping grounds of Boynton Beach to reinvigorate and really restart the the great baseball program that, that used to uh, exist down here in Boynton Beach. And, and, and Phil, you kind of took the words out of my mouth when you're talking about how you know baseball has really turned into big business. And there are some, some big companies who, who put on hundreds of, of tournaments every year and and it's all about scouting and, and showcases and, and all that stuff, which is great. But uh, again, it's really turned into a business side when when you just said, you know, it's it's really a kid's game. H- how do you put that into practice and and kind of try to separate what you're trying to do with with East Point Little League and again, Florida East Coast Travel League? And how do you separate yourself from from some of those you know different organizations in and around uh, baseball and, and Little League baseball, travel baseball? Just caring. Just caring about the kids, doing something different, doing something special. You know, I, I was uh, doing, when I first spoke with you a few weeks ago, um, one of my biggest things was doing a step and repeat. And people say, all right, what's step and repeat? That maybe not know what it is. <laughs> um, you know, you watch, these kids watch, my son included, who's here in the studio with us today um, and skipping school. Don't tell, <laughs> don't tell your mom. <laughs> um, they watch TikTok and they watch social media and they see these athletes, you know, get up during the playoff time and talking in front of the media and the teams come together and, and the highlight reels or the post game or the pregame interviews, whatever. So I wanted to treat these kids with red carpet treatment because, again, they may never get to that point and may never have an opportunity to ever sit in front of a, or at a podium or at a long conference table with a logo of what they were just doing behind them you know, of Gatorade and the World Series and the playoffs and this and that. So I built a step and repeat with our logo, with some of our vendors' logos, and when the teams arrive, they're going to be sat down and do exactly that. Get treated like you're at the red carpet. Hey, are you excited to be here? Hey, what's, what's your favorite uh, thing that we're going to be doing this weekend? You know, nine out of ten times when these kids do travel, ta- uh, travel games or tournaments away or whatever, you know the f- best time for them is? The pool at the hotel. <laughs> That's the best time because they're being kids. Okay. So the best time I want them to, when they get to the park is remembering what just happened at the park. And I say that pool situation because they don't remember if they lost that day. All they remember is now they're back at the hotel with their friends. They're going to run around, run up and down the hallways, make the you know, staff pull their hair out of their heads. <laughs> and then they're going to enjoy time as a kid. Now I'm going to bring something cool for them that they've experienced that may, they may never experience later on in life because the experience starts at the young age. It doesn't start later because you don't know if you're going to get that experience. Sure. Start that experience now. Give the kids something to look forward to when they get to the ballpark along with playing with their team and, and possibly winning a game. Don't make it about a trophy. Make it about the experience. Trophies are great. Rings are great. I'm a competitive guy. I like to win too. But I've also realized that the experience starts from the time you get to the ballpark to the time you leave the ballpark. And getting to the ballpark and being treated just like you and I are doing right now, getting interviewed, 
hopefully, like I said, when you guys come out there on the 4th, you get an opportunity to sit in front of our step and repeat and interview a kid right there and then with our banner and, and, and everything that we have to offer. Um, our scholarship awards that we're going to be giving away. Um, we're donating uh, um, a uh, golf cart, actually, uh, raffling off a golf cart right now, brand new golf cart, thanks to uh, Custom Cart Connection. Okay, hook up my golf cart. Uh, they gave us a golf cart to raffle off, to give back to cancer, to give more money to the fight against cancer. Mm-hmm. So everything we're doing has to do with giving back, but also making the experience a great one. And if I could do that every single time, I'll be happy. Good stuff here talking with Phil Toronto. We're going to keep it here and keep talking to Phil, but we're going to take a break. You are listening to ESPN West Palm tonight on ESPN 106.3. Now back to ESPN West Palm tonight. Here's Cyrus Whitting. Welcome back to ESPN West Palm tonight here on ESPN 106.3, streaming free on the ESPN app. Cyrus Wittig with MLB agent Phil Toronto coming back home to his old stomping grounds, Boynton Beach, revitalizing Boynton Beach Little League Baseball. And Phil, we were talking before the break about you know kind of the, the start of, of Boynton Beach Little League and, and how you guys are going to be breaking ground on, on a new facility come December. And uh, you, you got the, the Florida East Coast Travel League getting started and, and partnering with partnering, I should say, with, with Stand Up to Cancer. And, and I'm just curious, you know, for, for someone like me, I don't have kids, but of course I'm a supporter of youth baseball, youth athletics, uh, anything in, in the community to, to support uh, activities for kind of the next generation. Again, for people like me who, who love the sport of baseball but don't have kids of their own to get involved uh, in the league specifically, what what can somebody like me do to just help support Boynton Beach baseball, help support, again, um, Florida East Coast Travel League? Just appreciate the the hard work that goes into it. So like I said I have a whole board of directors, okay, 10 people on my board that love doing what they're doing to help me to help the youth. Whether they have kids or not, there's a few people on the board that don't have kids, okay? Um, and there are plenty of them that do. Um, again, I'm a father. I'm a father of an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old, both who are heavily active in youth sports, okay? whether it be flag football or baseball. They're always on the go. We're always on the go with them as parents. Um, but the people that don't have that situation um, can just appreciate it and say to those who have children amongst their friends, amongst their community, look at this league. Look what they're doing for kids. Look how... It, it's not about money. It's about, you know, I told you earlier today, my career is in Major League Baseball as an agent. My career is not in youth sports and putting together tournaments. That's mm-hmm. not my career. I didn't start and get to this point in my life with my career. I did it because it needed to be done. It needed to be more beneficial for these kids. So I never made this about money. And I know some people say, ah, well, you know, it's, I've heard this, um, you know, Stop saying it's not about money because you still have to, everybody has to make money. But in respect, I didn't. I have a job. I have a career. And I did this because of the need to do it. Um, the benefit for not only my kids, but the kids they play with, their friends, and their peers amongst them. Okay, my son just started uh, middle school this year. He's going to the same middle school that I went to, <laughs> oddly enough. Middle school, Crystal McAuliffe and. and um, in Boynton Beach. Uh, that was an honor itself. 
you know, I just take pleasure in what my kids are doing because I live vicariously through them for good things. Not that my kid's going to be playing for the New York Yankees. Just cool things that he gets to experience that maybe I didn't. You know what I mean? Um, my dad worked all the time. Uh, I, I've stopped a little bit as, as time has gone on to try to make more time for my kids. And this is another way I can. This is another way I can be involved with my kids, but doing something good for them and their friends. That's what it's about for me. Again, here with Major League Baseball certified agent Phil Toronto coming back to Boynton Beach, revitalizing the Boynton Beach uh, Little League community. And Phil, just just to clarify, we've talked about the Florida East Coast Travel League, and that league started about a month ago now in mid-August. And then, of course, you have the the Boynton Beach, the new Boynton Beach facility, um, or I guess the refurbished Boynton Beach facility opening in December. So just just talk about, I guess, the relationship, clarify the relationship between Florida East Coast Travel Baseball and then the Boynton uh, facility. Are, are you guys going to move over to the Boynton facility once you know the the the, the, the facility gets completed again. Just kind of clarify that for me and, and just the relationship between the two uh, entities. You know, three years ago when I started the process of doing everything I did with the city of Boynton Beach or trying to get, you know, this project on its, on its, on, off the ground and, and moving in a positive direction. Again, my son just started playing travel at that time. So I watched and I stood back while I was going through that process, realizing how travel baseball could use an uplift, okay? So, yeah, once we are done with giving them new turf fields and doing all the things that we're going to be doing at East Point Little League Park as well as the building itself uh, with new scoreboards and, and speed and agility classes and nutrition and weightlifting and uh, analytics and everything that the indoor facility is going to offer, okay? Now they're going to be outside, and, you know, we're not looking to take away from Little League. Little League is what made me who I am today, truthfully, Okay. Um, I didn't have travel baseball. I had Little League. We didn't have it back then. So I have never once looked to take away from Little League, ever. All I've had and wanted to do has been to add to it and to add that oomph to it to give it another new life, a new generation, a new good feeling. So by adding Florida East Coast Travel League into a Little League park, mm-hmm. now you're getting all these kids that can be trained properly and, and play amongst each other as peers and, and, and in a travel league and, and in a um, travel organization, yet still play Little League, okay? So everything that we do is going to coincide with what Little League does, okay? And not taking away time from them, not taking away field space from them. Things I do are going to be off the grid of what they do from a season's perspective. Florida East Coast Travel League is going to have a fall and a spring season. We just kicked off our fall uh, season October. Uh, August 15th, and our first tournament's going to be October 4th. I've picked dates of where it doesn't intertwine with Little League, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't hurt Little League, but what it does is, is add an extra piece to the puzzle to make Little League travel baseball all more beneficial mm-hmm. and helpful to kids. So when I'm doing that, now people will understand that not only is Little League important from T-ball up, but also travel baseball can be involved as well if you want to do that. Sure. Phil, during the break, we were talking about how, again, something we've, we've talked about on the air as well, how youth, Little League, whatever you want to call it, baseball has gotten so big. There's so many organizations. Obviously, you have 
you know, we see it in Williamsport on ESPN in August, but there's so many different organizations that, that provide Little League baseball. And I'm curious, you know, for a guy who's been around baseball and at the professional capacity, again, you're, you're an MLB agent. You've also got two young boys who play baseball. If you're in Florida or any other state around the country and you're a parent who wants to get involved in Little League baseball, but you don't really know what league to go with or... Uh, which organization to look into? What, what what advice do you have to parents, or what do you give to parents trying to get uh, their kids, whether it's a, a son into baseball or a daughter into softball? What advice would you have for for parents trying to navigate kind of the the topsy turvy world of youth baseball these days? I look for mentorships. Okay, uh, his coach, my son Dylan's coach uh, at his eleven U travel league uh, or twelve U now this year is a guy that I actually represented. And when I knew he was back in town and he was doing what he was doing for youth baseball, I couldn't have thought of a better person to help my kid. And, you know, like I said, my son started uh, middle school this year and he has a deal with these kids on his team that they provide grades, make sure they're doing well. Um, now that they're entering middle school or a whole new, you know, uh, new chapter in their lives coming from elementary to, to middle. And you know, go up and meet and introduce yourself to people and just be a good, good individual. That's the stuff I look for. So I know it's not easy to tell that right off the rip when you're meeting people or you're looking for, you know, leagues or stuff like that. Do your homework. You know, I hope people go and look me up because what you'll find with what I'm trying to do is always make it about kids and beneficial to kids. Okay. Everything was beneficial to me growing up. Um, and I took advantage of a lot of things that were was offered to me, but I also didn't take advantage of a lot of things that were offered to me at the same time. So now I'm hopeful that youth and parents and, and the community see that despite what I, the hurdles that I had to overcome to get to where I am today, it's possible. So mentorship to me is, is very important. I try to be a mentor to my own children and to people out there that have questions about what I do for a living. I tell a lot of people don't choose the agency business. And people say to me, why? You're doing it. And it sounds like, the, but it's not Jerry Maguire stuff. It's a hard job. It's a very competitive job. It's a very cutthroat job. Um, it's a very thankless job, okay? Uh, but there isn't anything I'd rather do. Now, I chose this path. Doesn't mean you have to choose, choose this path. But choose a path that where you, your passion lies and what you're willing to truly hard get into hard work to accomplish and really hard, work hard to get to that point that's that's the american dream right you know you work hard you get what you want but that doesn't always come to fruition just because you work hard doesn't mean you're going to get to what you want in life but it's possible and you have to work hard you have to work hard in life you have to work hard as an individual to be a good person to be a good teammate to be a good person in your community uh, to be a mentor I just want to be a mentor. I, I want to I leave, I don't want to leave a legacy. I just want to leave a good impression on people of, wow, this guy really came back to his community, did what he said he was going to do, for one, and also was a good, true mentor to my children to fight for something that they believe in. Yeah. And I, I believe in youth sports. I believe in, in helping people. I started out by helping people. 
Wrapping things up with MLB agent Phil Toronto, again, doing so much to revitalize youth baseball in the Boynton Beach community. And Phil, I, I do want to talk to, to you about you know being an agent. You, you've been in the business for, for almost 15 years now. I, I'm curious, back to when you started, you know, I, I guess, uh, back in the in the mid two thousands, up until now, how how is the how has the baseball agent profession changed in the last fifteen years or so? You know, I've made some very good friends in this industry. I've I've met some really cool people, some very hardworking people, some people with some great stories. Also, met some not so nice people. Um, but that's life. You know, in, in in any job you take, there might be a person out there who is gunning for your job, and 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 you got to be on top of your game or is trying to do it in the wrong manner. Uh, no different than any agency business. You know, guys are gunning for... <laughs> I used to say it's a compliment. If you're coming after my player, that means I got a good player, right? If you're not coming after my players, that means I didn't do a good job getting players. So I always said it was a compliment. Now, is it great to lose a client? No, it's never great. I, I've lost the closest people in my life at one point as a client <laughs> um, to other agencies. Um, and I never thought that would ever happen. But it's part of the business. You have to learn to accept it. Um, you have to learn to grow from it. Um, but always remember, no matter, or I always remember, no matter what happened within my career, I knew I was doing it for the right reasons. I cared. I gave back in so many different ways. I spent my own money. I took food off my family's table. Uh, and, and possible opportunities in, in my, for my life because I wanted to help other people and spent money on that. You know, it's not, you know, players require equipment. They require bats and, and gloves and all this stuff. And it's the responsibility of the agent to buy it. So I've done everything I said I would do for anybody that within the rules of MLBPA, of course, as a, as a uh, union uh, certified agent, I have to follow their guidelines and their rules, but I've done everything I said I was gonna do from my job standpoint and uh, within the rules. And I always have told people, if you like something and you want to do it, great. But also know what you're getting yourself into, right. okay? Um, it's a, my mentor, Chuck Berry, kind of funny, Charles Berry, yeah. Chuck Berry. Um, he was a, a, a agent for many, many years. Uh, represented Manny Sanguian. He represented uh, Julio Franco. Um, uh, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. But the one thing he told me was is that you are a grinder and there's nobody I've watched in my entire career of how hard you work. But always remember, you can lose players, you can gain players, but as long as you know you're staying true to yourself and what you're doing for your career and your goals, nobody ever can take that away from you. You can take a client away from me, but you can't take who I am away from me and stay who you are. Well, Phil, I got to let you go. We are running out of time here on ESPN West Palm tonight, but just want to thank you so much for your your time tonight. Obviously, want to thank you even more for all that you are doing for youth baseball, youth athletics down here in South Florida, and especially in the Boynton Beach community. Of course, he keep us updated with the with the progress of of the new facility in in East Boynton, and and best of luck as you continue the season with uh, Florida East Coast Travel League, and and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks, I appreciate it. Again, appreciate Phil, appreciate his time, appreciate all he is doing for youth athletics down here in South Florida and in Palm Beach County, specifically Boynton Beach. We are out of time. 
We are sending it up to Martin County High School game day up next on ESPN 106.3.